This is Front Range Radio, and I'm very honored to have back on the program Mr. Mark Taylor. I must not have scared him off the first time he was on. Mark, welcome back. Thanks for coming back. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me, Tim. You know, they keep saying I have a face for radio, so that's why I'm back. Yeah, that's what um, I've been told, too. So, yeah, <laughs> But I'm super excited. So appreciative you're having me back on. It's really, really a great thing you're doing over there. So thank you so much. But the problem is if you have a face for radio, I mean, you're doing live shows where thousands of people are seeing you. That's a problem sometimes. You know, that's a problem sometimes. But, you know, it's all good. We, we, we prevail nonetheless, Tim. We prevail nonetheless. <laughs> you don't have a stand-in for you or something like that, huh? Yeah. Sorry, what was that? You don't have a, a stand-in, a body double that does the shows no, for you? No, I'm, I'm not quite that big yet. Um, no, I, I wish. I wish I had a stunt double for some of this stuff. I wish there were two of me to do all this work we're having to do right now because things are going well. But no, um, not quite yet. That, that'll be on the agenda next. That's probably a tomorrow problem. Well, last time we visited, you were uh, in school, and if I remember correctly, you're getting ready to graduate. That's right. Yeah, so May 16th, I actually graduate from Wake Forest University down over here in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Um, and it's it's super exciting, but you know what's wild? I think last time we talked was after the release of my uh, my first single and almost the album, which was, uh, God, almost maybe six or seven months ago. But, you know, graduation's quickly approaching, which is kind of frightening at this point, but Super excited. I'll be down in Nashville full-time starting in uh, the beginning of June, which I'm super pumped about. But yeah, I mean, graduation's upon us. we got a couple months left here, so trying to at least still pretend like I'm being a student down here at college, not just working on the music stuff. But uh, but yeah, graduation's coming pretty quick. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you mentioned that after graduation, you're heading down to Nashville. Are you going to take up residence down there to work on music full-time? Yep. So I'll be down there full time. Uh, hopefully the beginning of June, we're working out all of that uh, good stuff right now. But yeah, I'll be down there full time living down there and playing and, you know, trying to trying to make it make it work with this stuff. But yeah, that that's the plan. Beginning of June is to be down there full time and, and living down there and just doing country music, which will be a blast. Why country music? What interests you in that genre? You know, it was really interesting because I grew up playing kind of with my dad's classic rock band and having a really good time with them. And I grew up on a lot of old Eagles records, particularly. And actually, side note, just saw the Eagles a couple nights ago. They were phenomenal. But uh, for me, you know, that was I grew up listening to a ton of classic rock stuff. And I actually the beginning of my country music story was I stole my grandmother's Alan Jackson CD from her car when I was about three um, and just kept putting it in our CD player back at our house in Virginia. And, um, you know, I just I loved the way that it sounded and I loved the different guitars involved. And I was kind of a a little nerd about guitar since I was a little kid and, you know, classic rock and particularly the Eagles, uh, that, that genre kind of blends together. You get kind of the country elements and you get a lot of the classic rock elements. So that's what I kind of grew up on is that mix of the classic rock and the country and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it made for a really kind of fun musical experience for me because I've, I've played everything I've played in touring jazz bands. I've played in, you know, high school garage rock bands, whatever you want to call it. I've played, heavier stuff i've played alt rock i've played about everything under the sun and you know for me i've done over a thousand live shows all over the world and i, I really just found a love for country music and i've tried it all but i really country music really stuck with me after a long time at what point did you decide to kind of break off from your dad and, I, and if i remember correctly you still kind of play with your dad off and on but at what point did you kind of decide to break off from uh playing with your dad and go on your own yeah, I mean, so he had me up on stage with him from the time I was probably five or six years old on. So it was just, you know, coming up and not knowing what the heck I was doing, just strumming a couple chords and, you know, getting a good high five afterwards. But, you know, we still play together all the time when I'm home, which is great. Um, but, yeah, there was probably, I'd say, around the age of probably 12 or 13 is when I played my first kind of solo show. 
And I'll never forget, it was the pool across the street from my house. And I played for four hours for 50 bucks. And I thought I was a millionaire. Um, and I never looked back. And, you know, he, my dad literally helped me carry the equipment in because, you know, I'm 12 and have no idea what I'm doing. So, you know, it was just a blast. And he's been pushing me ever since and really just encouraging me to go for this stuff because this is not, you know, typically what people do. I mean, this is this is kind of a off the beaten path, career path, if you will. And, you know, I'm I'm just so excited to be on this journey. And it's it's been incredible. And he's been pushing me the whole way and really encouraging me and allowed me to take a lot of these risks and, you know, have that kind of you know, person to talk to because he knows how the industry works and have that person to talk to for when things are great and when things are bad. And when, you know, it's just, it's really great to have someone there, but we still play together all the time when we're home. We call ourselves, his name's also Mark. So we're the Eminem duo uh, back in Baltimore where my parents live. And, you know, we have a great time with it still. We'll still play, you know, once or twice a month together and, you know, play for some beer money and have a good time together. But yeah, it, it's been really, really a great joy of my life to be able to to share that with my dad. Visiting with Mark Taylor on Front Range Radio. You released an acoustic version of the song I'm Down. Why uh, release an acoustic version? Absolutely. Well, I so I, I believe this is news since we talked last, but the full band version we released on the album of I Down, we released of I'm Down. We released it as a single and on the record. Um, and it went to number 11 on the country charts, which was absolutely mind-blowing uh, for especially an independent artist to kind of jump within you know 10 or 12 weeks to go from just a random release on Spotify to being, you know, streamed a lot and a lot, a lot, a lot on uh, all the different platforms and some radio stations and stuff like that. And to be all the way up in the top 15 was just mind blowing. And my whole team and I were just shocked that this had taken off as well as it did. And, you know, we kind of got thinking and it had been a little while since we put out anything after the album because I needed a little bit of a break uh, after doing all that stuff for so long. And, you know, we, this last kind of month hit and my team and I in a meeting one day just kind of sat down and said, you know, what, let's let's consider doing this. And we kind of got the numbers together and everything looked good. And, you know, we, and it's it, the single's doing phenomenal right now. We're so happy with how it's working out right now. But, you know, it's been great. And we wanted to give the fans kind of the stripped down acoustic version for how I actually intended the song to be at first, because I wrote it uh, actually as an acoustic single at first, because that's how kind of all all the country songs start predominantly that way with an acoustic guitar. And, you know, it was really special for me to be able to go into the grant with some of the great uh, into the studio with uh, Leland Grant, who's one of the greats down there. Uh, Leland's awesome. He's produced for Chris Young and he's worked on a Dan and Shea record and Rachel Bradshaw. And he, he's been unbelievable. And he really helped me kind of bring that whole vision to life and give it a whole new meaning, which was just incredible for me because so many new things were brought out in this version that were not able to be brought out in the full version. Uh, but you know, it's, it's just a really, really cool experience to be able to see a single that's already done super well on the country charts, you know, take a new life. So that was really exciting for us. Of the two versions, which do you, I want to say like a little better. Sure. Um, I, I like them both for different reasons. I, what's cool is that I'd have to probably lean towards the acoustic version right now because that's what we're promoting right now. And that's what, that's what has been in my ear the most for the last month and a half. But I'll always have a soft spot for the full band version just because, you know, it's danceable. It's super fun. You can jump around to it. But this acoustic version, it brought out a kind of really cool sentimental side to that song, which I didn't even know was there. And that's why, you know, you get great producers in this industry and they can find those little spots and really bring all that out. And it's it's really exciting for me to be able to do that and you know to get to a point where I can put out an acoustic version. I mean, the fact people care about an acoustic version is an even greater thing. I mean. But yeah, I'd probably lean towards the acoustic version now because it's been in my ear so much. But, you know, it's like picking your favorite child. I'm impartial. <laughs> Here is Mark Taylor. I'm down the acoustic version on Front Range Radio.
times since I felt your hand in mine Let's put the past behind us, we ain't gotta push rewind Wish I could buy you a drink, you'd have time to think about what went right or wrong Till then I'm sitting here in this dorm room writing the words to this song I got time is red on the radio with enough drinks to go around If you're up for coming over, girl, you know that I'm down Forget about the bad times, remember the good just like I think you should Honey, why don't you come back to me? I got enough love to go around Girl, I'm down Talking to me, let me help you think this through. I know we put it on whole months ago, but I never stopped loving you. Just say yes, and I'll be the best thing to walk back into your life. Let's put it back together so I can hold you tight all night, alright. I got time is red on the radio with enough drinks to go around. If you're up for coming over, and girl, you know that I'm down. Remember the good just like I think you should Honey, why don't you come back to me? You got enough love to go around Girl, I'm down Girl, I'm down And if you're having doubts, girl, I to go around if you're up for coming over girl you know that i'm down forget about the bad times remember the good just like i think you should honey why don't you come back to me enough love to go around girl i'm down Taylor, with the acoustic version, I'm down, and Mark's been kind enough to join me on the phone line, talk a little bit about his music and everything. Saw on social media recently that, Mark, you've been working with uh, Molly Lovett, who was on the program earlier this month. So talk about what you and her are working on together, if you can. Yeah, Molly's a great friend. Molly and I have been working together uh, for, gosh, maybe the last maybe four months or so, something like that. A lot of writing opportunities. So we've been writing together a ton and trying to see what's coming out. And I can tell you right now, there are a lot of really good songs coming out of that studio right now. And there's some exciting stuff down that path as well, but no, Molly's awesome. Molly's doing really, really well down there. It's awesome to see uh, her new singles doing well. And it's just great. I mean, she's a phenomenal writer and we write extremely well together. We both think so we've, we've had the good fortune of getting a couple of these really good songs out here. And we're excited to, you know, see who's going to release what and, you know, pitching some songs around town to see what happens. But no, she's she's a great friend and she's awesome. She's been doing very well down there. Without going into a lot of legal details, and I know you can't go into that, but how does one decide who gets to release it under whose name? Yeah, I mean, that you know, it, a lot of times, especially with me and Molly coming in the studio together, we will have the intention of, you know, I'll say, oh, I want to write this for me, or she'll say, I want to write, she wants to write it for her or something like that. And 
you know, we're both very understanding people and we both get along quite well. And, you know, it's it's never been an issue uh, because there are a bunch of songs that, you know, we've probably written uh, maybe maybe six or seven or eight songs together so far. And I'd say half are for her, half are for me. And then there's probably one or two duets in there that we have. So, you know, it's just it's kind of the mindset going forward um just kind of figuring out who you want to write for that day and you know some songs we've we've started a song for her and it's turned into a song for me and you know vice versa so it's 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 kind of funny how it all works out but it usually works out without any conflict at the end of the day (laughs) is she the first artist you've worked with writing wise or have you worked with others that's a good question um uh, most of the folks that i've had down there's a couple other smaller folks that i've worked with from, from the artist side of it um, and then a lot of really f- talented writers down there as well. I have a phenomenal writing team down there. But Molly's probably the one of the one of the few artists that I work with uh, kind of on a weekly basis for songs, especially for writing. But yeah, everyone else is pretty much either a staff writer or a friend or there's a couple other artists as well. But, you know, totally depends on the week, if I'm being totally honest. Molly's probably one of the only artists currently, though, if I'm being honest. <laughs> when you're looking to work with somebody as a writer, what what things are you looking for in that person? Yeah, I mean, just someone that is willing to, you know, kind of lay it all out there and tell tell a story. I mean, that for me is that's country music in a nutshell for me is being able to kind of tell that story and being able to share, you know, whatever you're feeling that day in the writing room. And that's the coolest thing I find about writing in country music is that, you know, how many writers are in the room? We can all show up and three hours later we've created something that it might be terrible. It might be great. You never know. But at the end of the day, it's something that wasn't there before. So and that's something that, you know, Molly and I have done, I think, pretty well together is been able to come into the writing room together in the studio and just, you know, bring out these ideas and emotions that, you know, whether she was feeling or I was feeling something like that, something good usually comes out of that, which is really incredible. And it's an awesome release. So I'm looking, especially when I'm looking to write with people, it's a, uh, you know, it's definitely looking at some past releases and seeing, you know, what the artist or the writer or whoever has done before. And obviously Molly's done phenomenal stuff before, so that was never a problem. But, you know, it's it's definitely something very personal because writing writing and especially this style is something that it's challenging and you need to be vulnerable and you have to do a lot of things that are kind of outside of the norm uh, for kind of most other jobs. So having someone you trust in the room with you and having someone that is, you know, talented as anything, uh, that that's the big thing I look for as well as, you know, people have to be able to have a way with words and. Now, that's something I've been extremely lucky so far in my career to have, a, a, like I said, a really great team around me that's just phenomenal at writing. And Molly's Molly's one of those people. Absolutely. But, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely something that there's a lot of different factors, I would say. But definitely that kind of willing to be vulnerable. And obviously the talent aspect is, is something I look for as well. Is it easy for you to be vulnerable when you're writing with others? Yeah, absolutely. And that's something where the the team I have right now, I uh, I feel very, very, very close to everyone on my team right now. And everyone's been great. And it, I, I, I'm at a really solid point right now where I feel extremely comfortable walking into, you know, whatever writing room, whether it's with someone that I already know or someone that's being brought in for me and stuff like that. You know, I feel comfortable being able to say, hey, I want to write a song about this today. I want to write a song about this. And, you know, sharing those stories that are sometimes hard to share and, you know, having having real conversations with people, which is something not a lot of people are willing to do nowadays. But, you know, it's that kind of most songs. And I was actually having a conversation with a guy the other day about this. You know, most songs come out of the first kind of 20 minutes when you walk into a room and you're just chatting and whatnot. And, you know, that that's the part you got to have in your in your bag as well is that kind of, you know, 
personality side of it where you can walk into a room and be able to have that conversation as well. But yeah, I mean, I, I trust everyone that I'm writing with right now so much. And I think trust is a major part of it. And that's why a lot of these songs coming out right now are just, in my opinion, phenomenal. I can't wait for this next record. Visiting with Mark Taylor on Front Range Radio. The first song that introduced me to you and your music was Buzzed on a Boat. Talk about this song. Sure. This is my first single that came out, Buzzed on a Boat. This this one was super fun. We were, uh, my family was down in Florida for a vacation, and my mom and my sister had, had been bugging me relentlessly all throughout the COVID pandemic kind of stay-at-home order. They're like, you need to write a song called Buzzed on a Boat. You need to write a song called Buzzed on a Boat. No one's done this. And finally, we're sitting on this beach in Florida around Christmas time, and I said, you know what? Fine. I'm going to write it. And I wrote it in about 15 minutes without a guitar sitting on a beach on the Notes app on my phone. Um, and then totally forgot about it for three months and we're sitting in a production meeting for the album. And, you know, this is, this is scarily close to the release. I want to say we were within two months of the release of the album and I'm sitting there, uh, bored as anything, trying to get out of this class I was in at school. And, um, I found this song on my phone called Buzz on a Vote. And I'm like, what in the world is this? And, you know, I go, sc- I go to scroll through the, the phone and whatnot. And I'm like, this isn't that bad. And, you know, and honest to God, and, and people make fun of me for saying this, the truth is that I kept it original to that 15-minute writing session I had on the beach with me and my phone, and that was it. And that's the song that came out, and it did, it did well. I mean, that that was kind of my first introduction to country music. We were on some big playlists on Spotify, and like it just everything was clicking for that song. And it's such a fun, danceable song, and I hope you all like it. I hope you all like it. Mark Taylor, Buzzed on a Boat on Front Range Radio. Speakers, cold but light dripping in my hand. Got them girls going crazy when I rev the engine. Damn, I wish the time on the water wouldn't ever end. Shades on, looking down at my own reflection. Fits to the left and to the right is all we see. Sun beating down harder than I've ever seen it. Someone come on over, shotgun and be with me. I'm first on the boat, out on the water, drinking all day. Ain't nothing better than my girl. Take us from home. Wind in my face, how I miss this place. I hope it never ends. We'll be swimming with the fishers after one more drink. We gotta keep moving so we keep from sinking. Have a son of a sailor, I think it's fair to say. Let's crack open a cold.
Taylor buzzed on a boat on Front Range Radio, and Mark's kind enough to spend some time with us talking about his music. Mark saw on your social media that you are now a Grammy member. Congratulations yes. on that! Thank you so much. That 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 was a really big step for me, and I'm, you know, super excited to be a part of the Recording Academy, and that's always been a lifetime dream of mine. So I'm, I'm just, I can't wait to work with them. For those not in the know, what does that really mean that you're a Grammy member? Sure. Uh, so I'm a part of an organization right now called Grammy U. Uh, so what we do is, you know, it's kind of a mentorship program. So what a lot, a lot of the folks do, and I'll be totally honest with y'all, I, I just joined. So this is kind of, I haven't done any of this stuff yet. So I'll give you kind of the rundown from the, the uh, 10,000 degree, view, or 10,000 foot view up. But, um, you know, what, what essentially what Grammy U does, it's a mentorship program, like I said. So a bunch of the participants will be able to be mentored by whether it's a producer, an artist, or someone else in the industry in which you're interested in working. Uh, so that's a big part of it. You get a lot of kind of backstage passes to events, and you get to go to a bunch of Grammy parties and meet a bunch of these folks, and it's it's a big networking thing. And then eventually what happens is the members of the Recording Academy all get together, and they vote on the Grammys every year, and then the members of the Recording Academy also get to go to the actual Grammys, which is exciting. So Lots of kind of fun stuff on the horizon with that. And I'm just super excited to be a part of the Grammys. I, I'm over the moon for that one. Well, congratulations on being a member of the Grammys. No, you're graduating so in May, but what else is coming up for Mark Taylor in 2022? Yeah. So, you know, it, it's been crazy. You know, we're, we're having a lot of really great conversations in Nashville right now to figure out some next steps. But like I said, I'll be moving down there first and we're getting some shows in the books right now and trying to, uh, you know, see if anyone wants to, have me hop on a tour and stuff like that. So we're just trying to trying to see what the future holds right now. But the big next step is the move. And I've also been writing for a bunch of other artists right now. So in the next couple months here, there'll be at least a couple songs coming out here that I wrote for some other artists. And, you know, we're over the moon for that as well. So, you know, just trying to trying to take everything at one step at a time and not try to run a million miles an hour, like I was saying. But, you know, it's exciting. And the move's going to be happening very soon. And I'll, I'll take two weeks to go home and see my family and then I'll be down in Nashville full time as soon as I graduate. But yeah, just trying to, you know, prepare for the move and, you know, make sure all my, all my I's are dotted and my T's are crossed for that big move 14 hours across the country. And uh, yeah, we're just really, everyone on the team is so excited. We're so looking forward to the move down there and, uh, you know, really hit the ground running in music city. How does one get hooked up with one of the big tours? You mentioned hopefully being able to go on tour. How does one get hooked up with, and I'm just going to throw a name out there, but Kenny Chesney or Alan Jackson or any one of sure. those. Well, it's, it, and I would love to know if you have the answers uh, because that would be my dream, of course. But, you know, it's a lot of who you know. So there's Well, I a got lot tickets to that, his Kenny's show in AT&T Stadium in June if you want to, you know, come on down. I'll be there. I'll be there. That sounds, I'll, I'll be there. It sounds great. Uh, but, you know, to get on those kind of shows, you really have to, to know the right people. You got to be in the right places at the right time and, you know, if 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 God forbid Kenny were to hear one of my songs and, you know, have someone get in touch with me and say, hey, come on out. Yeah, that's a really good way to do it. But there's a million and a half agencies down there that kind of handle a lot of that. And, 
you know, negotiate on your behalf and, you know, really work to ensure that a lot of the bigger artists have some really phenomenal support on their tours as well. But yeah, it's a, you know, it's a big game trying to figure out who's going to go with who and for how long. And you see guys like Connor Smith, for example, who's kind of getting big right now in the industry. You have him going out with Thomas Rhett for a little while and Ryan Hurd for a little while and doing his own solo thing for a little while. So it's possible to be, you know, literally on three or four tours kind of at the same time and just, you know, literally drive across the country every day to get to these different spots. But yeah, it, it totally depends on who you're kind of rubbing elbows with and, you know, who you know and what you're doing down there and who you're signed to. But it's a, uh, it's a, it's a big, it's a big waiting game to be totally truthful with you. It's a, uh, it's kind of nuts how it all works, but it's, it's, it's truthfully who, you know, it's not what you know. <laughs> well, when I go see Kenny in June, I'll try and slip him a copy of buzzed on a boat for you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, if you know, that, that's great. I can send you a couple CDs and if you want to pass that right along, I, I hope you're sitting in the front row then in that case. Oh, of course. Um, of course. You I'm, sure, I'm sure I mean, you're backstage with him. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure he's next week on the interview, right? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I but yeah, wish. That's a, it's, it's a bit, it's funny. It, it's, it's a big, it's a big game trying to figure out who you're going to go with and where you're going to play. And some of it's totally last minute. I mean, I, I, I always tell the story of when I was so lucky to go out with big and rich uh, to go open for them. That call was, I conservatively 72 hours ahead of time. Um, and they said, Hey, can you be here? And I said, absolutely. And I got in my car and left and then I skipped class. And that, that was 72 hours ahead of time. I found out about Wiz Khalifa probably a week ahead of time. Uh, so, you know, it, it's totally spur of the moment thing sometimes. And sometimes they're playing for years, but you know, totally depends it's all a big game <laughs> well i guess if you're in skip class opening for big and rich is pretty good reason that's what my professor said they were my professors were cool with it so that was <laughs> it's exactly what i said and they were they were perfectly all right with it <laughs> mark i want to thank you so much for taking time out of your evening to be on the program if people want to learn more about you if they want to get your music where can they go absolutely so if you want to get that new single i'm down acoustic please 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 go on spotify Apple Music, Amazon Music, wherever you stream your music, you'll find me, Mark Taylor. Uh, so you can find all that good stuff there. There's a there's a whole album there. There's a, three singles there, so go get all of that. If you're on Instagram, so am I. You can find me at Mark underscore acoustic. Again, on Instagram, that's Mark underscore acoustic. And if you're on Facebook, you'll find me there as well, at Mark Taylor Official Music. One more time, that's at Mark Taylor Official Music. And if you want to stay up to date on all of my tour dates, events, pictures, videos, booking, all that good stuff, you can go on my brand new website, www.marktaylorofficial.net. I know that's a mouthful, so if you have any questions, the website's probably the best place to go. Again, that's marktaylorofficial.net. But thanks so much for having me, Tim. Really and make sure you are following him so you can find out next summer that he will be at AT&T Stadium in Dallas. That's the hope. That's That would be awesome. I'll, I'll, I'll be there with Tim. We might be sitting in the audience. I might be there, but I might not be on. We'll see what happens. I might be working the ticket counter. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the front row if you're going from the back up. That's, ex <laughs> that's, yeah, that's exact. I'll sit there with you. That's exactly right. We'll be in the front row of the back together. <laughs> Mark, thank you so much. Greatly appreciate it. I have one more from Mark. It's called Right There on Front Range Radio. Baby 
what's going on, I don't understand I kissed her lips as a tear rolled down her face And I'll always be right there No, I ain't going nowhere Through the good times and the bad There ain't no need to be scared Just a few hundred miles apart But I'm still there in your heart A time away might seem sad today Be stronger in me Very 